Good afternoon, Jerry. Good afternoon. How are you doing, sir? Thank you for taking some time out. I'm doing well. I'm uh, talking with some fine folk about my new music. Yes, man. It's very Brighton. nice. Yeah, Brighton came out on uh, Friday. I've been uh, I've been listening to it all weekend. Congratulations on the record. Such a great record. I, I just keep listening to it on repeat and repeat. Oh, thanks, man. I had a lot of fun making it. It was a really cool group of people that uh, that I got to make it with, and uh, really proud of it myself. I I, I, I can still listen to it, so I, it must be all right. <laughs> nice, nice, man. It's been 19 years since the last solo record. What made you want to do another Jerry Cantrell solo record? Uh, well, we generally, you know, we take take a bit of time off after we do a, a, a record cycle, which is usually about two or three years from demoing, recording, uh, putting the thing out and then touring so you know each one of the last three records that we put out is is basically takes up that so that's you know that's that's that, that that's a good chunk of time and then, and then we take a time to a little bit of time to regroup and uh, i thought i would use that time to uh to work on some ideas that i was thinking about it had been a while since i made a record so i thought the time was right uh that year that i was planned on doing this in covid decided to give me three <laughs> <laughs> That kind of that kind of put a wrinkle in the plans, but uh, actually, I have to say, you know, the the extra time spent, uh, I think, made the record a much fuller and uh, richer piece of work. You know, uh, not only the folks that I was uh, working and and uh, tracking and making it with, uh, we had three players come in late that were, I think, uh, added a whole lot to the record. Abe Laboriel Jr., Vincent Jones on keys, and Duff McKagan on bass. That's the name that stands out, obviously, Duff from from Gun. And roses and velvet revolver. How did yeah. you? Uh, how did you get him uh, on this record? How did you hook up with him? Yeah, well, you know, we're 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 old friends. You know, I've had the pleasure of, of him inviting me to uh, to play on a couple of his his songs here and there. You know, we we've we've had some history of of, uh, of playing together. He actually went on the road with us when we started out again on Black Gives Way to Blue. He played some of those even before then. He had come out and done. He was like the 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 third guitar player and, and went out on tour and, and gave some support. And uh, he's just been a, a real pillar of a, of a friend. And he's always been a somebody I admire as a musician. So I, I thought I'd ask him and he said yes. And, and I think he intended only to do like a song or two. But once I got him over here, I kept, what about this one? Hey, what about this one? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, but, so yeah, he probably played, played on like six or seven tunes or whatever. But uh, I think he only planned on playing a couple. I'm, I'm glad I was able to coax him into playing more because he, he killed it on the record. You know, listening to it, some of the tracks that stand out, Prism of Doubt, uh, Black Hearts and Evil Done, and, and Had to Know. They just, they stood out to me. The single, too, Brighton. Uh, I know you're a big fan of that one as well as doing well here on radio, but it reminds me a little bit, and I, I felt like a little country feel. It's a little stripped down in some areas. A different record, but it definitely gave me uh, sort of like the same vibe as like A Jar of Flies that I listened to nonstop. Yeah, you know, there's, there's that element, uh, there's that element that's that's become uh, you know a real staple of the sound of Alice and and in, and in my writing as well and and I'm I'm so glad we took that uh, we took that risk uh, early on when people only knew us from one record facelift and it was a pretty heavy record to put out an acoustic EP between uh, that record and Dirt and then followed up with Jar of Flies I think it I think it opened up 
people to the fact that we could kind of do a whole lot of things before their opinion of, of us got set in stone. You know, I, I think that you're right. You know, uh, there there are there are some there are some uh, some country esque or more more western esque uh, uh, elements to it. But but to me, it's really it, it's a it's a real rock and roll record as well. So you know, rock uh, rock and roll is basically blues and country. You know, mm-hmm. so that's that that that's kind of distilled from those two forms. I, I know you worked with them before, but to get thumbs up in the approval from Elton John to put goodbye on your record had to be a thrill. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's been one of the many many highlights that I've had uh, in my life as a as a fan of music. Uh, for I started to actually do it professionally, you meet a lot of folks that you that that you meant a lot to you and continue to, uh, and you find out even that you have even more in common than than you thought. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, we've been friends for a number of years. He of course joined us on Black Gives Way to Blue on the uh, closing track for that. It's kind of a kind of a similar song to goodbye you know it's it's very short it's very powerful and emotional i i, I just I was always, i've always been drawn to that track and uh, uh you know when i covered it i wanted to you know just out of respect you know i just wanted to send it to him and see if he was cool with me using it on the record and he's like absolutely it, it should uh you you know it needs to be on the record and uh you have my permission to to do so so you know that's that's always a big thrill you know to mm-hmm. have have interaction and friendships with uh people that have inspired you to become a musician yourself, you know, so. You mentioned Facelift, and uh, I jotted some things down. I've, I've been a big Alice in Chains fan from day one. I know it's always mentioned the couple times I, I've interviewed uh, members of Alice in Chains, they weren't part of the band, Mike and William at the time, but Clash of the Titans tour. What was it like as you as a young band going on with on tour with these metal guys from Slayer, Megadeth, and Anthrax? Well, metal's a Metal is an important slice uh, of our of our fear of influence as well. You know, uh, Alice has has put out some pretty pretty heavy metallic inspired you know music, and so that that's that's a uh, it wasn't such a such a uh, a misfit as maybe some people make of it. I, th- I think we fit in pretty pretty well. I mean, we weren't a we weren't a thrash band, and and those three bands were definitely uh, of of a generation of sound that was kind of unique, and we were kind of up and coming. But we we were a heavy band too, so I think we fit in. I think we fit in pretty well. And about halfway through that tour, you know, all all of those guys in the bands were were so cool and and uh, and supportive. And and about halfway through that is when Man in the Box actually really took off. So. You you know, we we that was the tour we saw we saw the change. You know, we went from you know 30 minutes of people you know throwing everything they could at us for 30 minutes straight <laughs> <laughs> and telling us to get off the stage uh, to like actually going, all right, this this I, I know that you know I, I actually want to I want to see these guys. They play that song, you know, so it was mm-hmm. kind of cool. And then right after that, you you, you toured with Van Halen. I just want to say thank you for one of the greatest pictures ever, and you have to know what I'm talking about when you got on. Stage. Oh, of course. Yeah, the walk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we they they used to do this. Uh, they, those guys were so great. They kept us on uh, uh, multiple legs on that tour. I think we spent half a year with with Van Halen on the road, and and uh, became really tight with uh, with uh, Eddie and Sammy and Mike and. Uh, uh, they used to do this thing toward the end where they'd all kind of do this kind of walk across the stage, and and we thought it'd be a funny thing to you know to uh, do a little gag on them because they did four gags on us during our set. So, uh, <laughs> but ours was pretty good. We took their uh, pound cake panties and turned them on back.
backwards because it wouldn't hold their junk. <laughs> we put, if we put them, put them on the right way, and then we, we just went out in pigtails and 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 uh, combat boots, started following them, you know. And about halfway through, somebody snapped the photo, and you know, of course, Alex could see the whole thing happening, and he's got this huge grin on his face. But the best part is Eddie was the first guy of the line, and he had he had turned around, and he's in mid mid laugh. It was one of the few times I ever heard Eddie Van Halen make a mistake. <laughs> he was like laughing so hard when he saw us following them wearing nothing but but uh, some skippy panties and combat boots. Yeah. <laughs> every time I see that picture pop up, I just crack up laughing every it's great. time. It's, uh, so it's, it's classic. I love that photo. So good. I, I don't want to forget to mention April 2nd, you're going to be here at Borgata in Atlantic City. Looking forward to that show. Of course, Brighton, go get it however you consume your new music. First time I saw you live was solo when you were touring with Metallica in Days of the New. I saw you outdoors here in Jersey, and I still remember to this day, you close a brain damage from Pink Floyd. The yep. entire lawn lit up like lit up yep. and it was just one giant like contact eye. Yeah, you know, uh that, that, I got to give credit to Chris DeGarmo for that that idea. They used to they used to cover that song once in a while in Queensryche and and he's like, "Man, we should we should try that song." And and, and it became kind of a feature of the of the set. You know, what an amazing epic tune of course and Pink Floyd is one of my favorite bands and and I don't do covers often and you know you, you better you better do it well, yes. <laughs> well if you're gonna pick a song like that so uh but I do remember uh us closing with that song a lot and 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 that tour you know and uh it's, it's always interesting and a little scary working outside the the comfort of of the band that you've been in for 34 years but but it's also kind of exciting too and I think it's a really healthy thing we're all creative people every 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 single member of this band has, has done projects uh, outside of the band and probably will continue to do so. It makes the, makes the work that we do inside the band uh, that much more rich and focused on what we do. And, and it's a chance to kind of recharge and get out of your comfort zone, you know? Fan of Alice from day one. Love the solo music, Jerry. Before I let you go, I'm still doing the fantasy football thing. I used to read the articles all the time. I am. We okay. uh, This is our, uh, I want to say it's our 14th season. Mike and I started a uh, charity league where we don't we raise money and donate uh, all of the proceeds of the auction at the end of the year to the to the winner's charity of choice. I know I'm jinxing myself by saying this, but I am 8-0. I have not lost a game this year. So nice. so uh, if I can get a few more wins together, I think I can coast into the uh, coast into the playoffs and maybe get a bye. I just I just hope I'm I'm uh, I'm not like the the, the Falcons or the, the the New England Patriots and lose the last big one. <laughs> oh, no, no, you don't want to be that. But, uh, that one, but... but it's all for fun. Mm-hmm. It's all for fun, and we've been donating money every year, and we get to play with a bunch of really great people. You know, we got um, we got Rich Eisen, Michael Fabiano, uh, Jeff Garland, Slim Jim Phantom, Duff McKagan, Scott Ian, Mike and myself. We got Michael Buble. It, it's a it's a changing cast of characters, but there is kind of a core group of guys, and, and I thank all of them for, for making it a fun thing for us football nuts and we get to make some money uh, raise some money every year and donate it to great causes awesome that's that's awesome man brighton is available now the new single the title track we are hammering it here at wmgm here in jersey loving it april 2nd borgata get your tickets cannot wait for that show jerry thanks for the music thanks for the time and, and just thanks for everything man you're a legend in my mind and i, I appreciate it and i'm also looking forward to allison chain's music uh when, when when that time comes as well i appreciate you uh having me on and thanks for listening awesome take care sir all right